Well, hello and welcome to the next part of the Orchard podcast series. If you have been paying really close attention, you will know that we are in the eighth part, which is the eighth fruit of the spirit, which is gentleness. Uh, But before we dive into uh, exploring what it means for us to cultivate gentleness in our lives, I just want to say congratulations, Reverend Amy. (laughs) How does that sound, Reverend Amy? I know, it's a little strange, isn't it? It is a bit strange, but at the Uh, same time, it's also really, really natural because uh, uh, you're amazing and you are and are going to make the most amazing vicar slash priest slash deacon slash reverend. Have I got them all? (laughs) Very Um, good. Yeah. Oh, go on, what are you going to say? The good news is I don't have to write an essay ever Again, that is good news. (laughs) That is a good news. Amy has worked so hard the last two years studying, 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 whilst, you know, managing the needs of four children, a husband and a growing church. So um, she has done it all with (laughs) remarkable grace. Remarkable grace, Amy. But you've done it. You've reached the end. And we celebrated, didn't we, uh, this weekend in style. So I think there's a little picture on our Instagram if you want to go and check that out. <laughs> it may have gone. It might have been in stories. Anyway, I'm I'm possibly over-promising and under-delivering. But somewhere on the <laughs> internet, there is a picture of Amy in her. I said dog, dog collar in my post. And one of my friends said, oh, could we call it clerical collar? Someone texts me the same thing. How funny. There's no dog, there are no dogs in that picture. No dogs, <laughs> just clerical collar, which is slightly less offensive, perhaps. Anyway, anyway, so congratulations, Amy. The other thing that we wanted to mention is the Orchard event. The Orchard gathering is going to be coming up. Well, it's coming up like quicker than we realised, isn't it? Like, oh, my days, it's four months away, October the 30th. Uh, we're going to be gathering like we did back in 2020. Uh, and um, we just want to invite you to come along, be part of it. We've booked a bigger space so that we can have more women in the room uh, and release more tickets. Because last time the tickets like sold super, super fast. So don't hang around if you want to be there. Um, tickets are already going really quite quickly. So uh, you can get those tickets. You can get them through the website, which is theorchardwomen.com come possibly i should know what it is or or you can go to either gas street website or trinity church nottingham website and there are links there i'm sure (laughs) if you're clever and resourceful which all of you are you will be able to find your way to the ticket page (laughs) so do that book yourself a ticket and be there amy why don't you just say a little bit about what our because I feel like you always articulate this so well. What what is, uh, what is it? What are we hoping for when we gather? I, yeah, I think every time I have been praying about it and thinking about it and getting excited, I just feel excited at the idea of us putting a day aside. You know, I us included to put a day aside where we can come together as women and worship Jesus and encounter Him. And I sort of feel like. I sort of feel like every time I think about it, what we need, what we all need is a touch from Jesus. Like nothing else is going to, you know, nothing else is going to make a difference. And however wonderful, whatever content you've got, Rachel, that is probably just wonderful. It's gold, pure gold, Amy. I'm telling you But even your pure gold content, a touch from Jesus is what's going to make a difference. And so we just, 
I'm praying toward that. I'm praying that we come, yeah, with our guards down and ready and expectant that um, Jesus wants to speak to us and reveal himself to us. Um, so that's what I feel really excited about. So I think. Yeah, um, whatever she said, basically, whatever she <laughs> said, I'm there. I'm, I'm going to be there. there. Too. I'm yeah. there. I'm we there. All need it. With my with my pure gold content, I'll be there. No, I love that. That's exactly. That's it, isn't it? That's our heart. We want people to encounter Jesus. Bottom line, end of the day. Yeah. That's why we're doing it. No other reason. Let's get together. <laughs> Let's encounter Jesus. Job done. And um, something so something so beautiful happens in a room of women, doesn't it? I just think yes. that there's a very special touch of God in that environment. So I believe so. Exciting. Yes. So be there, get your ticket, be there. Um, gentleness, gentleness. We are going to talk about gentleness. Uh, and I don't know about you, Amzy, but for me, this has been the hardest one to kind yeah. of pin down because it's not something that I often think about in the context of my walk with Jesus. It's not something that I think about even in the context of God himself. You know, I don't, gentleness is not, uh, yeah. The verb, have I got myself grammatically right there? To be gentle, is that right? Whatever it yeah. is, it's a verb, isn't it? You know, it's not the it's not the word that I would obviously associate with my walk, my Christian faith, or God. But it's there. It's listed in the nine. It's in the top nine of what <laughs> it means to live out a life in step with the Spirit. It, it's what should be pouring out of our lives as we allow the spirit into our lives. So we need to pay attention to what gentleness is and mm. how it outworks uh, as Christians. And so we've, we, as usual, Amy and I've jotted a few thoughts down and we're just going to have a conversation about uh, some of the thoughts that we've had in the hope mm. that it really inspires you and encourages you in your walk. And just to say, I know Amy's had the same. I've had such great feedback <laughs> from friends on this podcast series. Quite honestly, Amy and I sort of put this out there thinking, well, if only mum, our mum <laughs> listens to it, that's okay. Because we've had a really good time putting it together. <laughs> but what do you know? There's a whole bunch of you that have listened to it that have really got something out of it. And I was just chatting to a friend actually the other day and she she was saying, oh, yeah, I've gone back and listened to them like a few times because oh. I just really want to I really want to get more of whatever that particular fruit was in my life. So love that. Yeah, amazing. Uh, I love hope that encourages you. Um, but essentially, the, the, the kind of the definition that uh, we came up with, we were thinking that actually gentleness and kindness kind of work together. You know, there's a there's definitely like a cohesion there and if if kindness is the action if kindness is the the, the doing part then gentleness is like the manner you know gentleness mm. is how if, if if kindness is what you do then gentleness is how you do it you know I was laughing yeah. with my mum because um my <laughs> mom, our mum not just mine she's yours as well she is such a gentle person isn't she in fact we must very very gentle mum there we go. We've said it now. We're going to do it. We're going to do a Q&A with our mum on what it means to be gentle because she... We should do quick fire with mum for all the fruits of the spirit. We could, think? we could. We could do. <laughs> yes, we could. She's such a beautiful, gentle person. And when I watch her change my little baby's nappy, I mean, she takes ages. I should say that. She'll be listening to this. She's, she does it really slowly, and actually we'll come on to that. The <laughs> connection between hurry and gentleness is very interesting. 
She just does it so slowly as she takes the wipe out. She slowly, gently wipes her little bottom, you know, and I'm like, what nappy off, legs up, wipe out, whoop, 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 you know, quick wipe of the bum. And she's like, Rachel, you could do that so much more gently. And essentially what I'm saying is if kindness, you know, I'm being a kind mum, I'm changing my baby's dirty nappy. Yeah. But gentleness is the how, is the how, is the how. I love this quote. I think you nicked it off the internet, didn't you, Amy, somewhere? <laughs> a gentle person is mild-mannered towards people, moderate, considerate, thoughtful to others, yielding and friendly. Mm. A person who is gentle does not resort to using force to get things done. thought that is so interesting. And uh, we've, we've we're going to sort of structure this in, in three sections, but just by way of introduction, I think it's really important that we say right at the top, gentleness is so countercultural. Don't you think, yeah. and we've, we've said this all the way along, that so many of these fruit of the spirit are so countercultural. Yeah. They just brush up against the values or even the sort of the, the essence of the culture that we live in and, and yeah. we're constantly being told inadvertently subconsciously subliminally by the culture that we live in you won't survive if you choose gentleness like if you really mm. want to run the rat race you will not survive if you take on gentleness you can put gentleness to one side put on yeah. aggression put yeah. on you know um assertiveness you know that's how you survive it's like survival Mm. of the fittest gentleness is the antithesis of survival of the fittest isn't it it's and yet at the same time it doesn't mean to be gullible it doesn't mean to be naive Jesus was not gullible Jesus was not naive at all we can be gentle without coming With under wisdom. someone else's yeah. manipulation or power right and then final thing before amy you jump in uh, what i noticed is all the fr- i was chatting to tim actually this morning um, i was saying it's so interesting we we're talking about resilience and i was like i wonder why resilience isn't listed as a fruit of the spirit but mm. actually all the fruit of the spirit are postures of vulnerability isn't yeah. that fascinating I love that yeah you you know power isn't listed in there strength isn't listed in there endurance isn't listed in there all the fruit of the spirit are postures of vulnerability all of them run Mm. the risk of rejection patience kindness peace they all run the risk of people taking advantage of us yeah isn't that fascinating yeah, we're gonna say more anyway. Blah, 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 blah. I want to keep going because I know you've got great. Things keep going. To say. So no, good. no, 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 no. I'm gonna yeah. stop because we'll, I'd love to talk more about the again the relationship between gentleness and laying down our power. But we'll come to that. Yeah. Go, Amesy. But yeah, no. But even on that, I think it is um, with all of them. It's laying down our entitlements, isn't it, or what we're what we deserve or what we think we deserve. Um, and even as we were speaking, I just think it's another gentleness. There's another posture of dependence because if we're not if we're not striving or fighting to gain something in our own strength or in our own you know desire or aggression or power or you know sort of wiping someone out the way to gain what I want or whatever it is it is a gentleness is a posture of I don't need to fight because I can be dependent upon God to fight for me and so I'm 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 allowed I 
I can be in that posture of gentleness because I depend on someone so much greater, so much more powerful that is going to, that has, that has my back, you know, that I can trust won't reject me, that it was never going to let me down. So even I can open up that vulnerability, like you're saying, because I'm ultimately completely secure in my daughter, you know, daughtership. Is that even a word? Yeah, that's no. good. Yes. Um, sonship. So good. Um, yeah. You, you were, go on, were you going to say I love something? that. No, no, I, no, I wasn't. I, I think that's right. Is again, like all of these, it's laying down control. Is. Oh, <laughs> ah, isn't it? Because, because again, because it's so countercultural, because it's actually counterintuitive. I know. It, it, it but to choose gentleness is an yeah. act of surrender. It is in the, in the culture, in the environment that we live in. When you choose, Sorry, my sister-in-law is calling me. When you choose gentleness, you're saying, I surrender. Absolutely. I, I risk rejection. I yeah. risk it. I risk it because yeah. I know you're in control. That's and I, it's so interesting because I do, you know, I, I think we, I've said this before, but I just think that he, that, that God is wanting to raise up a dependent people, you know? And yes. so it's interesting that we'd be going through all of these um, fruits for my own life, you know, of how we can grow in greater dependence. And if you want to grow in greater dependence, it is practicing these uh, gifts of the spirit, isn't it? These fruits of the spirit um, that we always say, not only do we receive, but we also choose to step into. We clothe ourselves with these fruits, don't we? Um, so I think it says somewhere, uh, somewhere in the Bible. Somewhere in the Bible. <laughs> somewhere. Um, well, but anyway, first, yeah. I mean, the first, as I said, we kind of divided this up into three sections. The, the first thing we want to talk about is gentleness in the context of God's nature. And of course, none of the fruit are, uh, are outside of the nature of who God himself is. In fact, yeah. it, it, these fruit are a description of who he is. Absolutely. Know, of how he yes. expresses himself. And so gentleness, again, it's so crazy, isn't it, to think that God of the universe chooses gentleness as an expression yeah. of who he is that yeah. is quite remarkable isn't it I love yeah. um I love that bit in uh 1 Kings 19 where uh oh my goodness it's completely flown out of my head don't judge me for my lack of biblical knowledge in this moment is it <laughs> what's the name of the prophet I can't think of his name anyway Elijah I'm pretty sure it's Elijah <laughs> And it says, after the earth, if I'm wrong, forgive me. Uh, after the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire came a gentle whisper. Oh, yeah. God was in the gentle whisper that he chose to, it was Elijah, wasn't it? It was after all the yeah. flames on the altar and the yeah. altar. And he, he chose to speak to him in a gentle whisper. And uh, that, yeah. it's like, it's like he, he somehow chooses to, I don't want to say limit his power. Is that theologically incorrect? But he, he somehow, I don't even know what to I say. I think minimizes power his power yeah. Yeah. to whisper, to gently whisper to us. Isn't that yeah. crazy? I know. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, um, Holy Spirit, Amy's favorite subject. Actually, often we talk about the Holy Spirit in terms of gentleness 
And yeah. I know, you know, Amy and I were around, you might have been, because I know, I know this is a shock for everyone listening, but Amy is younger than me. I know that's a shock for you. Although, you know, looking. Yes. Um, but we were around when things were massively kicking off, weren't they, in terms of just an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, like powerful and crazy, yeah. really. And it was in the, if you were in the room, it was pretty full on. And I know for some it was sort of a bit frightening, but I remember hearing time and time again, no, the Holy Spirit is a, is like a gentleman, never forces himself. Yeah. Always invitation. Always yeah. invitation. Why don't, yeah, anyway, you 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 carry on, Amy. Yeah, no, I was just, um, I think when we think about God's nature, um, I just love, I think in Matthew, Matthew 12, yeah. um, 18, where where Jesus speaks out from the prophet Isaiah. And I just love where it says, um, a bruised reed, he will not break. Um, and I just, when I think about Jesus being gentle, I just love that when you think about a bruised reed, it's like a, I just think sometimes some of us are bruised, aren't we? And we're bruised by life. We're bruised by other people. We're bruised in pain of all sorts. And yet, he's he's gentle that's even the bruise he's not going to break um where we're bruised and I just made me think how it's God's nature that he is so kind with our pain you know he's so kind and so gentle when we give him the most painful situations or when we open ourselves up for Jesus to come and meet with us and obviously we see time and time again Jesus um encounters with people where mm. he's so gentle in their place of suffering so gentle in the greatest shame you know and it's it's so powerful mm. um that it's in those moments of encounter of Jesus's gentleness that that you fall to your knees that you're in awe you're so you're you're broken by his gentle kindness it's I want to say yeah. kindness all the no, time I know so exactly um but again if you I, think, yeah, no go carry on carry on no I was just going to say that I I I just I know that to be true in my life and you would say the same Rachel wouldn't you that just as I have been more and more vulnerable as I've allowed God to meet me in those places um he's so gentle you know where those places in your life where you're like oh I feel so ashamed of this bit you know I feel oh I, you know I, I'm I'm addicted in this area or whatever it is it's so it's like it's never going to get better when we just gently open up mm. to that gentle touch of God's gentle touch of his spirit in those areas he gently walks us into greater freedom doesn't he yeah. um and I just it always blows me away because I just I just love how yeah, gentle he is with some of the most fragile pieces of our, our soul. <laughs> and I think it depicts it really well in that verse. And that's it. If, 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 if kindness is the what and gentleness is the how, it sort of makes sense that we equate gentleness to the Holy Spirit because ho the Holy Spirit is the presence of God. You know, it is our, yeah, it's our tangible yeah. way of accessing the presence of God. And so, it, it that kind of makes logical sense doesn't it that we know God is good and kind 
but we feel it through the gentleness of the spirit because we feel yeah. it sensory. Gentleness yeah. is sensory, you know, like yeah. wiping the baby's bottom. It's, you know, it's the, the gentleness. It, 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 we experience it in a visceral way, yeah. you know? Yeah. And um, yeah. I think, oh, what was I going to yeah. say? I think, um, oh, it's completely gone out of my head. We're both a little bit tired today, aren't we? <laughs> our brains are somewhat, are somewhat weary. That's it. You know, you think about the, you think about the, the hurt child, the physically hurt child or, uh, you mm. know, person with sort of, uh, you know, some sort of physical injury. Actually, the kindest person is the person that deals with that pain with real gentleness, with real, gen- yeah. you know, it's the difference between going to hospital with an injury and being met by a fairly brusque nurse or yeah. being met by a nurse that sort of carries that spirit of gentleness. They're both going to do the same thing. They're both going to clean and dress the wound, but you can do that in two very different ways, can't you? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's it. The fact that God deals with us by his yeah. spirit with gentleness yeah. is yeah. just stunning. But I do think even the it, even with the Holy Spirit, with he he goes beyond even that physical touch. I find yeah. even the process, you know, even the process of healing or the process of him um, bringing us into you know greater freedom or whatever it is, some of those areas that we want to keep hidden. He's so gentle in the process, you know. Yeah. Not even just the tangible sense of his presence, but it's like, you know, once you sort of let him in, it's not like, okay. We need to get this fixed now. You need to do this, 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 this. It's like, you know what? Today is a new day. You know, let's, yes. what are we going to focus on today? It's a gentle process of redemption, isn't it? Um, yes. And actually, back to the hurry thing, you can't do gentleness in a hurry. Yeah. Gentleness, back to mum, gentleness is slow. Yeah. It's yeah. slow. And, you know, back to the two nurses who I, I bet you that I bet you the gentler nurse takes longer because <laughs> and, and we don't like slow. I hate slow. I hate <laughs> slow. I have like an allergic. I mean, even again, it always comes back to driving. I cannot stand people that drive slowly. <laughs> It's, but it's so deeply ingrained, isn't it, in our culture, in our society? But yeah. gosh, this is a bit of a revelation to me now. Like, if we want to outwork the spirit, we're going to have to slow Just down because slow down. gentle is slow. It really, really is. I'm um, thinking of uh, my. You're thinking doing about my sex, children. aren't you? You're not thinking about sex. No, sorry. <laughs> like, oh, I could. I thought you had that little look in your eye. Gentle no, is I'm not slow. Thinking about it. <laughs> next week's topic you know I um uh no I was thinking about how <laughs> vicious I am when I brush my children's hair in the morning yes you know I'm like get it up get it up yeah but it's right it's true anyway that was supposed oh. to be a very little funny comment that it wasn't about sex so, so. sorry <laughs> I realize I, I put you off haven't I mentioning mentioning sex but it, <laughs> yes anyway gentle is slow so we're in a hurry I mean I am always in a hurry it's one of the things yeah I really have to well, again, and, and moving moving on, if yep. if God's nature as mm. as a gentle God, it, that that has to then inform 
what what we do, what how we behave, the choices that we make. And so we we've looked at gentleness in the context of nature. Um, Gentleness in the context of God's nature. Number two would be gentleness in the context of relationships, because, again, gentleness often outworks. In fact, nearly always, always outworks itself in proximity to other people. You know, it's very easy to be gentle to a flower. It's very easy to be gentle to a dog even. But it's more complex, isn't it? The, The minute that we are called, the minute that we choose to close ourselves with gentleness it's tricky it's tricky and we we pulled off a whole bunch of why don't you kick us off Ames we pulled up a bunch of verses didn't we that that relate to this one yeah I mean one of I mean Proverbs 15 is pretty good Uh, a gentle answer turns away wrath but a harsh word stirs up anger and so I think again it's that it's sort of again slightly countercultural, but really powerful when actually when we when we come up against somebody who's angry or somebody who wants to fight or someone who's done something um you know to whatever upset us or it's easy to fight back sometimes isn't it when it the harder choice is to be like holy spirit i need you in this moment i need help me to be gentle whatever that looks like um and actually it's the gentleness it says in the proverbs that turns away wrath you know, if, if you fight back, it causes the fight. If you're if you're gentle, um, it diminishes it. It puts it out. I think we talked to that. I mean, so many of these overlap, don't they? Yeah, but I no, that's we've spoken, right. We've spoken about that before as well. Um, and you know, I think, um, Ephesians. Yeah, no, go on. You carry on, carry on. No, you say. No, I w- I was just going to say I actually literally can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> so let's jump into Ephesians. I thought it was <laughs> Ephesians 4 says, you know, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. I mean, it's quite a few fruits in there, aren't there? Yeah. Um, so, again, all of these um, interlink. But I just, yeah, I think, again, it's um, it's bearing with, again, which is patience, isn't it? Long-suffering um, is a, and like you were saying it, it's interesting how patience and gentle are very closely linked. Like you can't be in a hurry, like you're saying, um, and expect to be gentle with somebody. Um, and so I wonder whether that is something when we think about how it is, I think it is, it's, it really is, isn't it? Practicing patience. And then as you practice patience, so many of these other fruits will just naturally take place. Um, so true. So true. Like, yeah, I was thinking of, you know, that the 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 power, the power of gentle, and and actually, that's the that's almost the um, contradiction is that gentleness is a laying down of power, and we'll come on to that. Mm. But it's also powerful in itself because it's yeah. disarming, and 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 so much, like you said, overlaps with kindness. But again, kindness is the is the what, and, and gentleness yeah. is the how. Yeah. Yeah. That we can that what a powerful combination that we choose a kind act, but do we deliver it with mm. gentleness? And mm. you know, if if we deliver a kind word with a gentle mm. manner, 
Mm. then it can put out the fire of conflict, which is amazing, actually. Yeah, And I know that maybe this is something we've said before, but we certainly talk about this uh, in our family. And I think I've talked about it in our staff team that, we, you know, we we want to become people that when there's the fire of conflict or disunity, maybe disunity is a better word because not all conflict is bad. Actually, a healthy team experiences conflict and comes through the other side stronger. But maybe disunity is a better word. When we experience the fire of disunity, we want to become people that put water on that fire, not fuel. They yeah. don't sort of yeah. fan the flame of it. And I think mm. gentle mm. kindness Mm. can be the the water that just soothes doesn't it it soothes Mm. it it diminishes the fire of of disunity and uh you know Mm. we live in a world where people are at each other's throats they are literally at each other's throats and so what an amazing witness that would be for us as followers of Jesus to really pursue gentle kindness in the way that we speak to people in the way that we approach situations yeah it's even interesting in this area of relationships because um it's so gentleness like you're saying about this sort of the manner you know you you you're aware aren't you of a newborn baby and how fragile they are and how precious they are and how um you know and how gentle you need because you need to be physically very gentle with a baby don't you yeah um and I think part of it even in relationships is just having fresh eyes on the person in front of you to see you know and to be reminded I guess of who we are in Christ and how gentle he is with us that we have a view of ourselves that he's so gentle and he holds us with in that gentle way that we're saying that we can have that that view of how we treat others that others are that God sees others is you know precious as children as and um and we get to ha- have those same eyes as we then speak and we behave toward others i think sometimes if our view vision of others is skewed and they're like a project or they're you know yeah. something something that i can use to get done or then we and not going to be gentle, but if our vision of people become God's vision of people, um, then again, it helps cultivate that gentleness within us. Well, actually, that's right. All, all those all those fruit of the spirit are so humanizing, aren't they? Yeah. They force us when we think about patience and kindness and gentleness and faithfulness. What they do is they force us to humanize people. Again, yeah. in a culture That's where really good. it's so easy to dehumanize, even again, even in the car. You know, I'm not, when yeah. I'm stuck behind Mrs. Slowpants, you know, I'm <laughs> dehumanizing her. I'm being sexist there. It could have been a bloke. I don't know. But, you know, I'm, I'm dehumanizing the person in front of me. So I'm like, come on. I'm not yeah. thinking about that person as a yeah. as a human, not even a human being, as a brother, as a sister in Christ, exactly, or, or as a you know as a child of God. As a, yeah. I'm dehumanizing them, and and what's powerful about these fruit is they force mm. us to see mm. other people as yeah. human beings, and I think and, again this yeah. is so so yeah. apt in a yeah. digital age in a social media age where mm. where it's it again it's rife isn't it the dehumanization yeah. of people is rife 
because we can just write an, a nasty, vicious comment yeah. without any consideration for, for yeah. that person as a human being. And isn't yeah. that, again, yeah. I'm just, I just think that's extraordinary that yeah. the fruit of the Spirit force us yeah. to see people Absolutely. as children of God, to force us to, to place value on them. Yeah, and I also love it as a is a it's an act of worship, isn't it? That yeah. actually, as we as we treat people with gentleness, um, with gentleness and respect, like it says, yeah. we we're 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 treating God with gentleness and respect. You know, okay. um, so I think that it's our it's our worship when we treat people well, when we when we choose to step and clothe ourselves with these fruits, when we when we when we receive the Spirit, when we make room for the Spirit, when we cultivate the Spirit in our lives, it's worship. You know, ultimately we want to please God, we want to serve Jesus only, um, and we do it how we treat others. Yes, and we've got to remind ourselves of that because I think we can forget that. So true. Yeah, I think one of the other things I just love when we think about gentleness in the context of relationship it's just the way in which um when I'm with someone gentle and it often is mum let's just big up mum but you know when I'm with that gentle person you it just it makes you kind of (sighs) yeah relax doesn't it you feel safe you feel um you feel like there's dignity for you. Someone's offering that space of safety to just be and to open up and to come as you are. And so I think actually as, as friends, we, if we, if we live in that, in this way that is gentle and the mantleness, um, I just think that we can have relationships that will be safe for one another to explore some of those things that that we want to keep hidden because we're not safe enough to let them out. And we can be Jesus for one another. You know, we can represent Jesus in those moments. You know, when I experience somebody's gentleness, I'm experiencing Jesus's gentleness toward me. Um, And that's why these fruits of the spirits are so powerful, because when we encounter them we are encountering Christ Mm. Um, and we get to do that and we'll come on to evangelism in a minute but that's what we get to do we get to embody that um, to the people around us and I think that's right that when in a funny way if you imagine gentleness as like a coat that you put on yeah it when you put on gentleness you actually physically can't put on other coats like judgment you know or harshness that that actually when you're wearing the coat of gentleness it's impossible to be judgmental it's impossible to be hard and harsh because Mm. they just can't exist together yeah yeah it's really good you know that that's actually really helpful isn't it that if you're if you're struggling with judge like like if I'm honest at the moment I yeah. I can feel there's some anger in me and it, I won't mm. go into all the reasons why, but it's sort of not producing great fruit in some of the ways that I'm responding to people that I love. And, and actually, if I can ask the spirit to give me more gentleness, it means that I have to let go of some of the other yeah. stuff. Now, I'm not saying that we don't process anger well. Hear me right. Anger is usually a signpost that there's something else going on inside and we need to process that well. But what I'm saying is when we choose these fruit, when we allow, ask the spirit to fill us and, 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 and ask him that they would be poured out in our lives, it, 
it, it creates less room for some of the, the stuff that we don't yeah. want to do. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think, absolutely. again, last thing really in the context of relationships, gentleness is the relinquishing of power and strength. You know, we talked about gentleness is slow. Gentleness is also, uh, could be misconstrued as weakness, you know, because you're, and, and I think you made this point, Ames, I don't know whether on here or maybe just, just between the two of us, that all the fruit of the spirit are other person focused. Or maybe mm. it was Tim, I can't remember. But all <laughs> the fruit of the spirit are other person focused. Again, when we choose to cultivate these fruit in our lives, mm-hmm. it, it, it forces us to turn away from ourselves and towards other people. And so if we're going to choose gentleness, then we have to relinquish power and strength. And so yeah. I, know, I was thinking about this in the context of the oppression of women, particularly. I'm passionate about seeing women set free and released, as you are, I know, Amesy. And we know that there are cultures that exist today. We know that there is a long history of oppression for women in certain cultures and societies at certain times in history. <laughs> and praise God, it's changing. But actually, when you think about it, let's go right back to the fall. God made us and mm. male and female and, and, and men have this physical strength, typically, that is greater than women. You can't deny that men are generally physically stronger than women. And this again, this is not man bashing, by the way. I love men. But history will tell us that 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 men have chosen to use that physical strength to oppress women. And anyway, I'm not going to go into all of that in detail, but Mm. more as an example that when we sort of grab hold of our strength, when we don't choose gentleness, uh, there's an oppression of the week that takes place. And so what would it look like? What does it look like for each, it's not just men, but for each one of us, what does it look like for us to relinquish, whether it's our physical power or our economic power, you know, or whatever it might be, what what is it? And actually uh, I've read a a bunch of stuff around the the connection between the poverty, uh, sorry, the oppression of women and poverty. And that actually when societies are able to lift women out of oppression, out of states of oppression, when they are allowed an education, allowed expression and freedom of movement, there is a shift in Mm. the levels of poverty. And so there's a direct connection there. And again, just using that as an example, but it speaks into God's desire that Mm. if we're going to be gentle, it means relinquishing power. It means relinquishing strength in order that others have dignity, others have strength. Others have healing and freedom, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. So, final thing: yeah. gentleness in the context yeah. of evangelism, telling other people <laughs> about Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I touched on it a minute ago. In the, you know, in just one regard, in the sense of um, it being like you were saying, so countercultural that as we embody and as we um, are gentle people, you know, um, that will be a witness yeah on its own you know so even as in in our embodiment as you were saying it's a it's a physical act in many ways gentleness um but I think also just a very we all know um the very well-known scripture always be prepared to give an answer 
uh, to anyone who asks for the hope that we have and do this with gentleness and respect. Um, and again, I have read that, as you probably have, so many times. But actually, it's, it's now doing gentleness. You're like, ah, with gentleness and respect. Yeah. You know, Share the gospel a, gently. <laughs> yeah, there's a real, um, yeah, there's a, there is a, well, there's a mandate for that. But also, um, it is how we are to share the gospel. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I, even as I'm thinking about gentleness and God being gentle to us, it's, it's, I think it's meeting people where they're at. You know, when, you're, when God is gentle with us, he, he meets us in our, he meets us in our situations, doesn't he? Yeah. And I think so that as we, as we evangelize, as we sort of share our faith, we meet people where they are. And I think yeah. that's what gentleness and respect looks like when we share our hope. You meet, you might meet someone in their hopelessness and you meet them gently in that, as opposed to putting on your situation onto them. Um, that's how I read it. What do you, how do you read no, it? No, I think that's absolutely, I mean, I've, I've not, I've not thought of it like that, but that, I think that's exactly right. That God tells us, you know, well, the Bible in these verses is clear. You know, you share the gospel, like you, you tell people why you have this eternal hope. Yeah. But share it gently, share it respectfully. And I think the church doesn't have a very good reputation for that. Yeah. And so I think it's powerful. I think it's powerful when people are, when, when, we're bold enough to share our faith in the first place, to share our yeah. hope in the, and interesting, it says for the hope that you have, not the faith yeah. that you have. It's interesting that. Yeah. Isn't it? also and also for the hope that you have. Yeah. And just also that it's, you know, for anyone who asks, and I yes. think, you know, I love that because if we are, if we're embodying these fruits, you mm -hmm. hope people will ask, you know, um, because the fruit of the spirit is hope. You know, if we are living these fruit-filled lives, oh, you know, we are, we're a picture of hope because we're a picture of Jesus, you know, and, and I think as we cultivate these and we take them seriously, how do we cultivate these more? You know, Lord, make room in my life for your presence, make room in my life for your spirit to move. Um, then we'll embody these and we these are the way these are the fruits that show Jesus um, in a world that's so desperate for that for, for him for that hope um, and so I you know it, it presumes that people are going to ask us <laughs> so we should look at how we're living I think <laughs> yeah I think that's right that if if we are in close proximity to Jesus if we are allowing the spirit to cultivate these fruit in our lives if they are if if we if our if our lives are those trees that bear the fruit of love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control i think i got them all yeah yeah and people are going to say what is different about you what yeah. is that why why did you you know yeah people are gonna are oh, i think that's such that in itself for me, is inspiration yeah. to get close to Jesus, uh, to ask too. the Spirit to, to fill yeah. me, uh, to ask that my life may 
express yeah. these fruit. That that I love that. That in itself is a reason to do it. And actually, actually, that is the reason, isn't it? We don't do this f- from a point of sort Absolutely. of self-help or what's the word? Um, self-improvement. Like I the fruit. Oh my goodness, I feel a preach coming on. Yes. But these fruit, the spirit, this is not about self-improvement. This no. is about hope, Ainsley. I'm taking the very point that you made and I'm <laughs> sharing it again. But this, that's it. You've just named it. This yeah. is about hope. The minute that we think yeah. these fruit of the spirit is about us notching up, you know, trophies in the cupboard. I'm mixing my metaphors now. <laughs> We've got it wrong. We've got it wrong. Jesus isn't like, oh, you've got your, like brownie badges. Do you know what I mean? Or, you know, or like karate belts. Well done. You've progressed to yeah. your brown belt. Is there yeah. a brown belt? I don't know. It's not about that, is it? It's about, these are, these are just expressions of hope in our lives. And, and, I, and they will cause other people to want to know what the source is. Ah, oh, so good. <laughs> Absolutely. But I think, and I think why this conversation is really important is I do think we need to have, it's not automatic. You know, like we said, you know, we're filled with the spirit, but we are to cultivate the soil, you know, and, and like, I love what you said about the, the, the putting the cloak on, you know, you're putting the, the garment on the garment of gentleness, the garment of kindness. Um, that because we need to make room. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I think we need to have a bit of. We do need to ask the Lord to search us. Yeah. You know, search us, God. Where are we full of things that aren't the fruit of you? Where are we yeah. full of bitterness and unkindness and anger and you know entitlement and offence? All of that, I do think we need to get real. And then we simply repent and we say, Jesus, fill me, fill me with your spirit. I don't want to go down that path. I want to go down your path. I want to live in your way. Um, but I, 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 but it takes us getting honest before God. Um, if we want, it's not an automatic <laughs> button, is it? No, no, you're getting emotional, aren't you? She's no, I just emotional. I'm not. I just, I just think that, yeah, really, it matters because of what you said. Because that we, there's a hopeless. We have hope. Jesus, in Jesus, we have hope, and we have the opportunity to be flooded by Him. Yes. Um, but it takes work to take a look at the stuff in us that isn't, um, and allow Him in. It's not condemnation. It's not shame-inducing. It's simply being honest and saying, "Lord, I want to become more like You." I want to be changed into your likeness and I'm willing to do whatever it takes for me to be more fruitful in my life. So good. So we didn't think we had much to say about gentleness, <laughs> did we? <laughs> oh dear. It's so good that I absolutely I think that it's it's not just adding on, is it? It's like, Lord, what needs to be stripped away? What needs yeah. to be stripped away? And again, Again, I was saying this to, to Tim this morning. We had a good chat this morning. Can you tell? <laughs> you did. You know, we need to bring saying, Tim on again. Exactly. God is so kind in that. He is. Because we were talking about Jesus and Jesus being gentle and and how even when Jesus is strong, you know, when he's strong with people in the Bible, in the Gospels, mm. it's 
always for their own good. I know. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's this is the freest place. Freest. The, this is the, the living in these ways are the freest way to live. Yes. That's the thing. Like you say. It's not Jesus sort of telling them off, you know, well, <laughs> oh dear, you've really ticked God <laughs> off today. You know, he's like, no, no, no. Go and sin no more because that is the best plan yeah, for you. Yeah, I love that. Exactly. And that. I just, when we see it, when we see it that way. So, yeah. yeah, anyway, we thought we didn't have much to say about gentleness, but there we go. We have gone on and we probably need to stop. But I hope that we has inspired We need to go and ask the Lord to search our hearts. Yes, <laughs> too right. So search your heart, Amesy. Gosh, that's for sure. Um <laughs> But um, yeah, hopefully that is food for thought, and I, I feel I feel challenged and inspired. Yeah, so, me too. Yeah. yeah, should we pray? Who? Who? Yeah. What, what do you reckon? You go for it, Raquel. You reckon? Raquel, oh, she's calling me Raquel now. I really am in trouble. Um, no <laughs> jokes. Um, yeah, we just say that simply. Holy Spirit, search our hearts. Would you search our hearts? I'm just picturing people now listening to this, driving in the car. Keep your eyes open if you're driving um, or, you know, just just walking or whatever you might be doing. Mm. We just want I just want to ask that you would take this moment to say to God, search me, oh God, search me, oh God. Mm. And again, it, it's always in kindness that he does that. It's always in the name of freedom that he yeah. highlights things in our lives that are robbing us that yeah. are uh, entangling us, as it says in, in Hebrews, you know, that's, that's going to trip us up. <laughs> so do that now, Spirit of God, to everyone that's listening. Highlight for us areas like cloaks that need to just be dropped, maybe trophies, areas of pride that we're holding on to, areas of control that we're clinging on to, uh, sin patterns that we just can't break. Lord, attitudes and responses, unprocessed anger and resentment and bitterness, Lord, whatever, whatever it is, we just, we just bring it, let the spirit bring it to the surface mm. and give it to him. And then, and then as Amy was saying, we just repent. So you might just want to use these words, God, I'm really sorry where I have made an idol out of this. So I'm really sorry where I've allowed anger bitterness and resentment to breed to take root I'm really yeah. sorry where I keep doing this thing that is dishonoring to you or is is robbing me of freedom just do that now Lord thank you that you are so quick to forgive that you you are eager, you are eager to forgive. And I pray that anyone who's just done that will really know and experience your forgiveness. And now we just ask, Spirit of God, clothe us in these fruit. And we just pray, particularly as we're looking at gentleness today, would you clothe us with gentleness? And Lord, you know how countercultural gentleness can be. I pray you'd give us a bold and confident gentleness, mm. Lord, that we would choose to act kindly and deliver kindness with gentleness. Go on, Ames. Did, were you about to say something? No, just agree. Oh, fine, fine. That's a relief. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, there we go. I didn't mean to shut you up. Yeah, all right, fine. 
Good. Yeah, got the message loud and clear. Thanks. <laughs> that is the end. And we shall see you next time for the last final piece of this yeah. wonderful series, Self-Control. Oh. oh, yeah. Can't wait for that one. Don't forget. <laughs> Grab your ticket for the Orchard event, uh, J- July the 30th. No, it is not July the 30th. <laughs> October the 30th, when all the restrictions will be lifted in faith. And we'll gather together. We- we- God bless. Have a great week. Bye.